The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Follow me on Facebook at GuidedWest11, on Instagram at GuidedWest, and on Twitter at LauraWest111. I also have a website at www.laurawest.net, where you can download a free guide on how to meet your own spirit guides. My book, Guided, is available on Amazon, and it's about soul teams, intuition, mediumship, and spiritual tools such as oracle and tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, and so much more. Today I want to talk about my dog Cody's journey so far uh, of recovery and healing, because it it's more than just the miracle that it was. I wanted to share how how I felt that I received guidance from the other side to help me with decisions and things that we had to make for him. Because I feel like others may feel the same or may be put in the same position. And I want to show the power of having intuition and having created a, a communicative relationship between myself and my guides and past loved ones and angels and all other members of my soul team on the other side and the importance of of that and how it helps in even life and death decisions. So a couple weeks ago, it was a Sunday and my husband woke up to feed our dog Cody. He's a black lab. He's about 13 and a half years old. Uh, the sweetest, sweetest lab. And he was feeding, he went to feed him breakfast in the morning and he noticed that his left leg looked a little bit weaker than normal. And that, that was unusual for him. You know, granted he did, he was slower to get up um, just with age and just how his body responds now. But he noticed that his left leg appeared a bit weaker. And as the time went on, uh, it got weaker and weaker, and then it started to shift over to the right leg to finally he was unable to move either of them, and he became paralyzed in his hind legs. And this happened rather quickly. There were no signs that it was going to occur other than we were told he has lower back discomfort um, you know, due to age and probably some arthritis things like that but there was there was no point of injury there was nothing that would have caused it so it came on pretty suddenly and unexpectedly and we got to the point where we decided that I would go ahead and take him to the to the emergency room it was a weekend so uh, the vet offices were closed so we took him to a local 
emergency room and they took him inside. And when the doctor came out to speak with me, she told me that we had two choices to make. Uh, One was to put him under uh, general anesthesia for an MRI and then possible subsequent surgery, or we take him home, spend some time with him, and then put him to sleep. Those were our two options. We were also told that without surgery, he would have a 5% chance of walking again. Uh, You know, even despite feeling the way that I did, sort of in shock and upset, it made me think of uh, the movie Dumb and Dumber, where he tell you know he asks the woman that he followed all the way to Colorado, uh, asked her you know what the chances were that they would be together. She said one in a million, and he said, "So you're telling me there's a chance?" Like that was my thought. Like, oh, so you're telling me there's a chance? Five percent, okay. But I was I was very upset by that, obviously, because basically surgery wasn't an option for him because he has what's called laryngeal paralysis. And it would have been very uh, risky for him to go under anesthesia because of that. And because of his age, even if they wanted to do, even if surgery was the option, we wouldn't want to put him through that. We want him to have you know, good quality of life and surgery at his age. It just for us, that wasn't the decision. That was the decision that we made that we wouldn't put him through that. So because of that, the option that we seemed to be left with was bring him home, spend some time with him, and then euthanize him. And I couldn't, I I couldn't believe that we were in this position again. Tomorrow, March twenty sixth, is the year anniversary of when we had to put our last dog, Buddy, to sleep. And so here we are, almost exactly a year later faced with a similar decision, Buddy's was a bit more obvious. He was obviously not doing well and there was there was no improving him. But with Cody, it just felt very it felt very uh, premature because he was otherwise fine. They said that his exam was otherwise healthy, so it just felt it felt very wrong. But I will say, you know, after the doctor you know, shared what our options were. She went back to go get Cody. At first, I was I was very upset, but then, for the first time, I actually felt real hope. I felt true, uh, true hope. And what I mean by that is not like, uh, oh, I hope it works out, but an an empowerment. A, a feeling came over me where I, I just knew that this wasn't it. And I started looking up, you know, different therapies, different things that we could do. And this was all while waiting for, for Cody to come back from, from the vet over to my car and, uh, you know, looking up like doggy wheelchairs and doggy strollers and, you know, hydrotherapy, acupuncture, like all different things that weren't provided as an option, but I just felt it in my in my gut. And actually it made me feel better. It made me feel a lot better, even though we were told about his very slim chances and everybody was saying, you know, that we shared what happened to him with everyone is like, well, it's all about quality of life. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like he can get better. It was just a knowing I had never felt that before. And 
you know, I credit a lot of that to uh, my soul team. And I credit a lot of that to Buddy because I did, I asked Buddy to be with Cody uh, while he was inside the vet because we're not, because of COVID, I wasn't allowed to go in. So I asked Buddy to be with Cody and I feel, I really feel like, (laughs) I really feel like Buddy, Buddy helped, helped me feel better. I feel like he was part of what gave me that hope. It it was like it it was very innate. It came out of nowhere, and it just was hope. And when I went back home, we had family over because we were celebrating my mother in law's birthday at our house, actually. Um, and when I went back home, and everybody was so sweet and giving hugs, and everyone was thinking that this was them saying goodbye to Cody, but I just knew, I knew in my being that he wasn't going anywhere yet. Like I knew that there was hope for him to still have quality of life despite his paralysis. And one thing the vet did do was they gave us some steroids and pain medication and things so that we can make sure that he was comfortable. And I started giving him the steroids and um, getting in touch with uh, different like therapies and getting in touch with uh, different businesses that do therapies for dogs and making a follow-up appointment with a vet and all of these things that I decided to start doing. Because I had a feeling that the sooner we can get him rehabbed, the better before his hind legs atrophy, before whatever was caused it gets worse. So I just knew that we had to get on top of it. So uh, the next day I started making phone calls and appointments and things like that. And started the prednisone, which was his steroid that he received. And an amazing thing started to happen even before we got him to any of his appointments. He started to respond to touch in his hind legs. That was one thing that the vet told us was that he couldn't feel deep pain, definitely in the left leg, mostly in the right leg. And so when he started to respond to me touching his hind paws, I knew we were onto something like something was connecting again and then helping him, you know, go to the bathroom and things like that. I started to notice that he would move his legs at the hips as if he were walking uh, and he wasn't doing that before. Also, another indicator for me was that he still wagged his tail and he never lost control of his bowel or bladder. So I had I knew that things were still connecting down there and they had the ability to <laughs> to uh, uh, reconnect, uh, if that makes any sense. And so that also gave me hope that this is something that we can either live with for however long we seem we think is going to be okay for him or until it improves. And I noticed that every day, he would move his legs more and more when I would help him to go to the bathroom or move around, you know, to the different parts of the house that he likes to lay in. Then we started laser treatments and hydrotherapy. He got some acupuncture and started on some natural supplements. And, you know, we're still completing the prednisone. And he started to put more pressure on his feet and move them as if he were walking. Fast forward to about a week after his incident that happened, you know, after he became paralyzed, 
he was walking again. And what it did was it it validated that feeling that I got of hope and empowerment the day that we were told that we should put him down, the day that we were told he only had a 5% chance of walking again. And it made me so grateful for having established this this relationship with the other side because I was able to see it for what it was. And it was hope that was given to me that this was not the end. This was not what was going to take Cody down. And that we were meant to try different things and we were meant to share what what has worked for him. And because it's it's meant to inspire hope and it's meant to let other people know that Granted, every dog's situation is different, and there's a lot to take into consideration. But for our particular situation, Cody's paralysis fixed itself. I mean, you know, with some some help, but it wasn't the end. And I was so grateful too because I posted about Cody on on social on my socials, you know, asking for prayers and love and light and whatever people were willing to send our way to help him with his recovery or to help us to, you know, make the right decisions for him. And the outpouring of love that we received from the people I'm connected to on on social, I I really feel that that played a huge role in his recovery and in us making the right decisions for him, which was we're going to try whatever we can to make sure that we've at least tried everything that we can. And in that process of, you know, people letting me know that they're thinking about us, they're praying for us, sending love, all those things for Cody. I received several stories from other people who said, same thing happened to my dog. And uh, they received this treatment, they started walking again. The reason why I am sharing this is, is for a couple of reasons, but one is to showcase how having that relationship with the other side, having created that relationship with my spirit guides and my past loved ones, especially when it comes to times of life and death, it was really helpful for me to, after having established those relationships, recognize when I'm being helped from the other side and given hope and given guidance. I think that was part of it too, is given guidance and knowing what that, recognizing what that feels like and what that looks like in my own life. And two, if you feel in your gut that there's hope for your pet, even if authorities in that field, you know, doctors and things say, outlook not so good, best that you put them down. Or if everyone tells you, well, it's all about the dog's quality of life. It is, it is, but don't let those outside influences sway you in making the right decisions in in what can be, in what can be possible for your pet. (laughs) Cause they're our family too. So I hope that Cody's story helps now or in the future, or, you know, if you've been in a similar situation where the odds seem to be against you, but you followed and you listened to your intuition and you were able to overcome it, then this episode is for you. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking to you guys again in my next one. (laughs) 
And that was another episode of A Guided Life Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always. Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.